1: Bonjour, 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 and welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au, slash TDF, or Schedule Rides with our friends at Zwift. Joining me today in a very noisy part of France is Dave Mackenzie. Oh, yes. And it is at the base of the Tourmalet, post-stage,
0: is a traffic jam, people are getting frustrated, angry, mountain fever, what can we say? <laughs> this is what the Tour de France is about. You just have to have a
1: sangria, be a little bit patient, and you'll get through the day. Exactly. Tomorrow, will, the sun will come up tomorrow. Uh, tell you what, what a stage we had up the Tourmalais, and boy, Ala Philippe is surprising everyone day after day after day. I can go on 10 times because that's his 10 day in, in yellow. Exactly that. And
0: look, what we've been saying for all of those days, or at least the last three or four, when will he lose yellow? That's been the question. Then will he keep it today? And then yesterday, or two days ago in the individual time trial, will he hang on to the yellow? Oh, maybe. He wins the stage, takes more time. So you think, OK, he can't surprise us anymore. And then the question was, will he hold on to the yellow on the Tourmalet? He's taken more time. Barring Thibaut Pinot, the man who won the stage, another Frenchman, by the way, he's taken time on Garrett Thomas, 30-odd seconds, He's taken time on all his GC rivals. There's only a few now that look like they can actually knock him off the top perch before Paris. So,
1: a phenomenal day by a phenomenal Frenchman. It's it's been incredible, to be honest. uh, It's not because I'm French, but I'm I'm smiling, of course. Uh, But that performance is off the charts. It it is totally off the charts. And look...
0: uh, From an Australian perspective, obviously we're disappointed. You know, Richie Port losing two minutes today. We were sort of after yesterday's really, you know, a strong time trial for Richie. We thought he'd fare better today. But saying that, how can you not get excited about Julian Alaphilippe? And, you know, I don't think, before this tour started, I don't think we really thought a Frenchman could win this year's race. We thought the French might fare well with Bardet, Pinot, and of
1: course, well, not Alaphilippe. We weren't thinking about him for general classification. Yeah, and uh, let's go back to uh, the Tour Malais because it's uh, okay for me. It was a childhood dream to uh, to be able to go to the Tour Malais, and I was lucky enough today to to be there for the whole stage. Tour Malais has only been the end of a of a, of a stage of the Tour de France only three times in the whole history of the Tour de France. That's already incredible. Only three times. The stage has finished here: 1974, 2010, and 2019, and the winner is. Pinot, Thibaut Pinot. Pinot is the second French to have won on the Tourmalet.
0: It's an incredible day and it's been an incredible week now, hasn't it? Or, or sort of four or five days for the French. And now suddenly the French, not only have they got one hero to cheer for, of course, Aleph Philippe, but Thibaut Pino, who I, incidentally, I always believed he was going to be a challenger in this year's race, and I almost wish Alaphilippe uh, Alafelipe uh, Pino had attacked earlier because I think he, he's looking super. You know, he didn't. I think he no, he didn't even attack. It was Geraint Thomas got dropped first, and Pino attacked after that towards the top. I think they were all watching each other, and probably to be fair, they're probably all on their limit. But uh, boy, oh boy, what a stage!
1: Are you surprised by the performance from Thomas or not?
0: Um. Yes and no. Look, he was he didn't win yesterday, but he did a great ride. Probably a little bit. But it's it there's part of me that isn't because at some point Ineos, you know, they they can't win. They can't win forever. At some point they'll be knocked off the perch. And so it looks like it might be this year. But Egan Bernanel performed well today. He was there with them, wasn't he? So he was able to hang on. So that was probably more surprising because down the climb, Bernal actually looked like he was suffering more than Garrett Thomas and then Thomas was the one who faltered in the dying stages so it was an interesting shake up there
1: you mentioned uh, Richie Porte losing 2 minutes on the stage here uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the of the of the stage that yesterday he, he looked okay he looked content you know he was a, cry, a good performance not the best performance of his life but he could have been happy with that performance where does he sit tonight well the ironic thing is he's lost more time obviously to
0: Alaphilippe and Garrett Thomas as well. But he's moved up in the overall standings because he didn't put in the worst performance. You know, got Nato Quintana was way behind him. Adam Yates even further back. You know, there was a bunch of riders. Dan Martin lost a bunch of time. So he's jumped all of those riders in the general classification. So, look, you'll be disappointed. But let's be honest... And, you know, Richie won't hide behind this either, and he won't make the excuse, but he's had a really interrupted season. So I think for me, I was always, personally, I was, you know, hanging on to some hope that, that everything would come together for him. And look, and it may well have done that, but when you've sort of been interrupted with illness and training and race days, you know, you're going to be found out probably in the third week, and that's sort of what we saw with
1: Richie. What about movie star? Can we talk about this, that, this tactic of Movistar? Is there even a tactic, Movistar? And is it a problem when you have two slash three leaders, You're not really not knowing what you really do? Uh, we can talk about it, but we'll have to go back to the Ice Age to do that because that's
0: where their tactics are. From the Ice Age, they sat on the front on the first climb of the day, force Nihosot to the front, force quick quickstep to the front, you know attack up the road. Like you say, three so-called leaders, Landa, Quintana. Quintana lost a bunch of time yesterday. Valverde, send Valverde up the road in the first attack of the day or put pressure on them. Instead, they use up a a bunch of good riders on the first climb, the second climb, and then Quintana gets dropped. Valverde gets dropped. Incidentally, Valverde is now their highest ranked rider in the general classification, so he didn't put in a bad performance. And Michael Landa got dropped sort of towards the end. So, it's just, it's like 90s tactics when you just have a team sort of on say days and it's classic Spanish riding Movistar, their director either needs his head red or they need to get a new one because this is a tactics that they've been doing for a long time now and it's outdated
1: Absolutely. Let's talk very quickly on Roman Bardet because it could be the last time we're talking about Roman Bardet on this podcast this year because he's he's lost so much time. He's above 20 minutes behind for a guy that we thought was going into uh, GC uh, as a contender, maybe a podium contender. What's going on? Well, he's having a shocker, isn't he? he that, it's obvious that happens. You're, you're only human. He's had some
0: great. He's podium twice at the Tour. He's had some great results and some great rides and stage wins, etc. So I'm not saying he was destined to have a bad year, but he's only human. And look, and I'll say what you said, and, and I didn't think this, but you, you're dead right. I think it's time that he moves on from AG to Le Mundial, and I think he should go
1: to a foreign team. And I'm telling you why, actually. The pot fickens, because I was speaking to, I was speaking to a, a colleague of mine of uh, French TV, and he was telling me, Look at it this way. He changed his coach two years ago. It's where his performance completely dropped. And the coach brought some sort of algorithm a la Moneyball uh, to calculate his performance. He brought in a lot of statistics, a lot of computer engineering, and he's lost the feeling completely. So we won't well,
0: we, we won't send his coach to uh, American baseball then, will we? And we won't send him to the stock market. To, we won't give him the money to put on the stock market. Um well, that's an interesting point. Look, you, you can't blame it all on the coach, can you? I don't
1: think. Um, no, but maybe that way of training doesn't suit him. It just doesn't suit Bardet. He just, maybe he needs the feeling. And right now with numbers going through his head and maybe that gets him even more frustrated because he doesn't see the results with the effort that he's putting that are not natural to him.
0: Yeah, look, it'd be, it would be interesting to know how much his training has changed in the last couple of years and... If, if it has, and, he, and it is true that he's had a new coach for the last couple of years, well, you'd be giving him his marching orders, wouldn't you? But I, look, you're, you're dead right. He speaks really good English. So I think it wouldn't be that hard for him to transition to a foreign team or an English-speaking team. So I think he needs that. Uh, he needs a change. It's time. Because I think we've still yet to see the best of Roman Bardet. I, I, I still believe that he can produce a good time trial and I believe that we can see better from him. So he's just got to write this year off. And, you know, not not fret about it. The sun comes up tomorrow. Start, get through the rest of the season. Think about maybe what he can salvage for the rest of the season, just to finish on a bit of a positive note, and then already start thinking about next year.
1: OK, what about the other Aussies? What have we seen this uh, on this stage?
0: Yeah, that's true. Look, well, we didn't really expect to see any of the other Aussies. Jack Haig probably is not the other interesting story because he's a he's a potential and future general classification rider and for Mitchelton Scott, hopefully, uh, if he stays there, you know, in the future. But he came here purely as a purpose to help Adam Yates. Now, Adam Yates lost a chunk of time yesterday in the individual time trial, about two minutes. He lost about six minutes today, which was... We didn't expect that. Can we call it finito for Yates? Oh, finito for the podium. He won't recover from that. Uh, you know. On an outside chance, you'd still give Richie Port a chance. He'd need a miracle and, a, and, a, and he'd need to completely recover. But Adam Yates, when you're losing five minutes, and he was getting dropped on the first climb, so the, the warning signs were there that he was really going to lose some big, some big time. So the interesting thing with Jack Haig and Mitchelton now, do they let Jack and Adam's brother Simon, who's already won a stage, give them free reign to go for it? They say to Adam, I think it's important that they say to Adam tomorrow at least, you've got to ride. You've got to try and ride hard. And I think maybe hold Jack and Simon back with him for one more day just to see. I know it's crazy. He's 10 minutes off. But he could salvage something in the Alps. He might come good. He could be just having a bad couple of days and he might salvage something. But then I think after the Pyrenees finish and if he hasn't recovered, then I think they need to let Simon and and, uh, Jack go
1: for it okay let's uh, look at the stage tomorrow it's another brutal day we said this tour was starting uh, yeah, uh, today or yesterday but uh, seriously today seriously this next stage is I'm not going to say it's as brutal it's a brutal stage as well we've got several category ones uh, and then another mountain top finish we have yeah mountaintop finish it's only a category
0: one but there's almost 40 kilometres of climbing look the Tourmalet stage was only 117 kilometres I think that sometimes makes it harder But to contradict, it's a 185-kilometre stage. So we remember now, every day we move forward now compounds the fatigue in the riders. You know, in the last week, remember, they've got already two weeks of really, really tough racing behind them. You're fatigued. So it's he who can recover the best who can potentially make the biggest time gains. So as much as it's not a super high... Uh, mountains tomorrow, fifteen hundred meters, thirteen hundred, and then the summit finish is only twelve hundred. But it is a summit finish. Don't, it's deceiving,
1: and it'll be deceivingly harder than what the the road book says. Absolutely. Who can we expect to do anything else if it's not Alaphilippe, almost? <laughs> then, well, the beauty of the beauty of it is, and it's it's quite funny because. Alaphilippe's got now a
0: two-minute advantage over Geraint Thomas, who has lost time to him on the two days where we thought he'd gained time. But we still can't 100% say Alaphilippe is in the box seat to win the Tour de France just because
1: he hasn't ridden general classification in a Grand Tour before. Exactly. We were saying in a car, two minute 20, from above anybody else, we'll say the Tour is packed. This year, 2020 by 20 by Alaphilippe on anybody else, the tour is not packed. No,
0: it's, and that's what's great about it, isn't it? So I'll, I'll answer your question in a second, but just to also talk about the, the, the time gaps. Chris Froome, when he won the Giro d'Italia last year, he pulled three minutes, I think 15 seconds in one single stage and that won him the race. He was out of it. He wasn't going to win. We'd written him off. Everyone had. And that's what he... Now it's Chris Froome. Chris Froome's a superstar. He's the best Grand Tour rider of the last 10 years. We we know that. We don't have to talk about his stats. But Alaphilippe, you know, what he's doing here is exceptional. But will there be this capitulation in the last few days? We don't know. The one thing I think Alaphilippe's got on his side, he's not young. He's not old, but he's not young. He's 27. This is his fourth Grand Tour, and incidentally, he won the polka dot jersey, the Tour de France last year, and he finished 33rd overall. So, he's not a slouch. You know, he didn't finish; he didn't win the polka dot and finish in 100th position. But now, you know, he doesn't focus on the polka dot. He won't focus on winning stages, and today I thought he was super smart. Pino attacked. He, yes, he's a threat, but it was right near the end. He waited he's riding defensive so he is riding to protect that yellow and protect his advantage he's riding and he knows he, he doesn't want to be crazy now because it could come back it's like a tax he might have to pay that tax back in the alps and he might have to pay a heavy tax you know so so back to your question who will win tomorrow i don't know and that, and that's the beauty of it nobody knows i think stephen Cruz might look good could pino go back to back possibly will we see someone bounce back egan Bernal? will he step up will Garrett thomas bounce back There's so many questions
1: unanswered, and that's what we love about it. We were not kidding when we were saying this tour is just about to start. In Le Monde, the newspaper Le Monde today, the title was the second tour starts today. Oh, I love it. I love it. Damn, I wish we could do those, those headlines in Australian newspapers. They're just a little bit
0: trashy and, you know, fish and chips sort of stuff. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Maka. Thank you. This was the Zwift Cycling Central podcast at the bottom, at the step of the Tour Malais. Uh, remember that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash TDF or schedule a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, next podcast will be tomorrow. It's bye for now.
0: A quick shout out from our sponsor before we go. If you're looking for a new way to ride without traffic or punches getting in your way, hop on Zwift. We use it, your cycling buddies probably use it, and the pros, they definitely use it. Zwift turned indoor training into a full-on gaming experience. Connect your PC, Mac, or Apple device, and you'll pedal with thousands of cyclists around the world. And there's a good chance you'll see a pro on there too. Loads of them are on Zwift on their rest days riding around Watopia. Give them a ride on if you see them. If you've got a trainer, start your free trial on Zwift.com.